Hello, hello, Mediaverse members, and welcome to Mediaverse Unwrapped, where we bring our non-toxic Facebook community of Marvel fans to life. I'm your host, Max Taff, and I'm joined by my co-host, the one and only Megan Spangler. This week, we discuss the highly anticipated The Marvels trailer, the villain of The Marvels seemingly revealed, Jeremy Renner's renovations, and so much more. Let's dive in. I'm really excited about this one. So, our top story is the Marvel's trailer finally dropped. Megan, what are your initial thoughts for what you saw and how you reacted to it? So, it was just a teaser trailer, but oh my god, I'm hooked. I'm already obsessed. Like, it ah, it just looks so good. I could go on forever. What did you think? I personally cannot wait for this one. I... I'm so excited. I'm, I'm I'm really excited to see all these different threads that they've had, like weaving in and out after, you know, Endgame kind of coming together in this one project. I mean, you know, we've had quite a few Easter eggs and post credit scenes that are leading into this. And I am I'm so ready for it. I can't wait to see what happens. I mean, the trailer was great. It actually got really good, positive reactions, which I was really, really nervous about. Like everyone just. Of course, Kamala is gonna steal the show. There, there's no way she doesn't. Oh she's just, she's just so lovable. There's no, I'll be upset if she doesn't. I mean, Iman Vellani is honestly the perfect casting for this, and she seems so into her character and so into this. And I, I think that they couldn't have picked a better person. I am so excited to see what she brings, and I, I think she honestly was like one of the best parts of the trailer for me. I can't wait to see how she interacts with the other Marvels and and just I'm so excited to see her character continuing. I mean, I'm so ready for it. Yeah, and the teaser, it had me asking so many questions. Like, how does Miss Marvel know who Nick Fury is? Yeah, that's a great question. I was like, how did, is he, like, I'm, I'm sure we'll find out in Secret Invasion, like, if he becomes, like, a hot commodity around the world, I don't know. But... I want to mm-hmm. know, like that. She just sounded so excited. She was definitely. She knew exactly who he was, mm-hmm. and she was just so excited to see him in space. Even though I would have been terrified, I would have been literally like shitting myself if I was accidentally <laughs> transported to space. <laughs> she, oh but, my god, when her and Monica switched places, and she was like, "No, no, 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 no! Oh my god! Oh my god! Oh my god!" I was like, "Oh, I feel that." So that's me. That would be me. Like I wouldn't be screaming. I'd just be like, "No, no, 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 no." <laughs> I would have, yeah, like, I don't, I honestly, like, I can even wrap my head around just, like, randomly just being like, oop, like, pop, you're in space, like, you were just in your bedroom or wherever she was, and you're just like, whoop, you're in space now in a spacesuit. I would have been like, oh, I've been like, am I, did I, did I eat something bad? <laughs> like, what happened? I, Someone drugged me? You know, Nick Fury was just like, I don't get paid enough for this. What? Why are you here? Because he clearly, he clearly <laughs> he knows. having it. No, he clearly knows who she is, which he like, it's Nick Fury. Of course he does. So mm-hmm. that was cool. Uh, Captain Marvel, Carol Danvers looked good. She looked amazing. Oh, yeah. As, I mean, as she usual. Did. She did. Uh, Brie Larson never misses. I mean, she's gorgeous, obviously. And she put so much work into preparing herself for this role. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I love it. I think she's very dedicated and I, I really give her props. I hope she, you know, I hope this time around people aren't as harsh on her. <laughs> But from what we're seeing already, I don't know. It's kind of been mixed with with some of her critics. But um, do you think that Nick Fury knew who she was? Knew who Miss Marvel was already? I will get to that in a later segment. Ooh, juicy, juicy. Yes, okay, I, we'll save that for later. I have some info on that. But, of course, we can't forget Monica. Ugh, no, she's no. So, she's beautiful. And... I really hope they do her character justice because in the comics, she is so badass, like so good. So really, yeah. So in this movie, I really hope they kind of like touch on all she can do, but set her up for a bigger story later to really show what she can do. Because if they put all her powers out there now, it's going to get kind of like swept under the rug. I feel like because you're surrounded by three amazing women and Nick Fury. Mm -hmm. So I feel like they don't go fully into what she can do. I hope the whole movie is her learning and not fully understanding what she can actually do yet. 
You know, you raise a really good point, and this is something that I thought when I watched the trailer. I agree with you 100%. I feel like they really need to have her learn her abilities. I mean, we got to see Carol, you know, kind of come into her own with her powers. We got to see Miss Marvel come into her own with her powers throughout the whole, you know, series that they had. But when it comes to Monica, really, I mean, all we saw was what, like, a little taste of what she was able to do in WandaVision, because even to that effect, she was just, like, starting to realize that she even had powers. So I would like to know... Has she been training this whole time? Has she been you know, learning about her power? Where has she been on that journey? And is she going to continue that in this movie? Are we going to see her, you know, truly come to full realization of her abilities? Or like, how is that going to work? And I think that you're right. I think that we will see her learning a lot about what she can do. Because you're right. In the comics, she has an entire power set that we have yet to even explore. So I'm really excited to see how that goes. Absolutely. And I really hope she brings up Westview from WandaVision. Ooh, yeah. That's what I, I hope she brings up in some way i want i want to see something about that i feel like she's gonna have to i mean obviously carol's gonna be like um so where did you get these powers from and like i i'm what i'm really excited about in this in this trailer was the fact that all of a sudden you know Amon Vellani sees nick fury and monica rambo show up to her house and she's like look what i can do and then <laughs> carol switches you know switches places with her and she carol's like not again like she's so pissed yeah and then you see her like see monica and she's like oh hi like, you could tell that she was like Oh, out of all places to switch. Here. Yeah. She's like, Fury, you're cool. I love that you can, they, they didn't really talk at all in the trailer, but you can see that there's animosity there. And that's what I wanted. Okay. I didn't want their history to be swept under the rug. Like, your mom died. I knew you when you were a child. I haven't talked to you since. You were a huge part of my life. Now you're nothing to me. I want to see that. I want to see that play out. Because I, but it's not really like hitting women against each other. It's just kind of building on their history together. Yeah, you know, that's true. That's a very good point you made. And I think that that's a very healthy way for them to um, to handle that whole situation. Because obviously there's some issues that are yet to be explored. I mean, in WandaVision, we see at the mention of Carol, you know, Monica kind of shuts down. And now we're kind of getting a little bit more of that when we see them finally interacting as, a, you know, as Monica as an adult. Um, after her mother dies, after everything, and they obviously there's definitely some friction there. Um, I mean, we we see her like, oh gosh, there's Monica. So obviously, it's not just Monica; it's Carol too, because she looked kind of awkward as well when she saw yeah. her. She looked like, oh shit, you know? <laughs> yeah. She's like, oh shit, this bitch is here. Yeah, and poor Kamala, who's Miss Marvel. Poor her, she's just inserted in the middle, and she's like, we're a team, and they're like, we are absolutely not a team. No, and, <laughs> we are not a. And team. you know, Miss Marvel's like, all right, but like we're a team though yeah you know she wants it she's she you know honestly if i've ever seen anyone manifest something <laughs> it's definitely been kamala khan manifesting meeting carol danvers because she really like even in the trailer in, in the, the post credit scene when you see her and carol um switch and you see carol looking around like what is this weird shrine with my <laughs> face all over it she's like what is happening oh my god i have literally <laughs> never thought about that in that way i thought she was like where am I? I never thought about her looking around and seeing her face all over a room. Oh my god. Yeah, oh my she's god. She's like, what <laughs> the actual fuck is happening right now? Because I can you imagine you just like all of a sudden like pop like you're somewhere else and like you see like your face staring back at you from like every single wall in the room and you're just like, what is happening? I would just leave. Like, no, I'm good. Like, no. Oh my god, no. Oh, I mean, one thing that I'm super excited about, I really want to see, like, how Kamala's mom and, like, dad all react to this weird woman, like, coming out of their daughter's room. Like, what the heck? Where's our daughter? I, <laughs> like, I'm dying to see how that goes. I've thought about that before, and I've come to the conclusion that the dad will be like, hi, would you like to sit down for dinner? And then the mom will just be like, where's Kamala? Do you know? Can you just go get her? And, like, I feel like they wouldn't be like, oh, my God, why are you here? Because she's a very well-known person, and they know she has powers. Mm -hmm. They know she's, you know, a hero. So I feel like they're just kind of like, is this like a superhero thing? Is this going to keep happening? We need to know. We need to establish some rules here. Yeah, you're right. I feel like, you know what, I guess, yeah, when your daughter has this person, like, plastered all over their room, they're going to be like, oh, we recognize you from, like, the 3,000 posters <laughs> that Kamala has. <laughs> so maybe they will kind of just play it cool. But they're probably going to be like, oh, where's our daughter? And Carol's going to be like, uh, I don't know. <laughs> Who's your daughter? We can't forget the star of the trailer, Goose. 
the flurkin. Oh my god, yes. Goose is back, everyone, which I have personally wondered where Goose has been all this they never established like Carol ever going back to Earth to get Goose. I mean, maybe during Endgame, she's like, oh, let me just go grab my cat after like 30 years and just go out to space. Like, I don't know. But it really makes me, it like kind of warms my heart to know that she's like doing all this superhero stuff all across the universe and her cat's with her because like, I feel yeah. you, Carol. I would take my cat too if I could. <laughs> I, I mean, if there's ever a sidekick you want to have on your team, it's definitely the the cat that has tentacles in its mouth that can like swallow the whole tesseract. And like, then <laughs> we saw the scene with all the with the kittens, the Fleur kittens. I'm now calling them Fleur kittens. Aww. So you heard it here first, Fleur everyone. Kittens. So there's there just I cannot wait. I truly, in the depth of my soul, cannot wait for Nick Fury to walk into the room with a bunch of Fleur kittens, and I cannot wait. See that eye roll. He's gonna be like, "Oh my gosh, oh my what, what, what's happening?" Like he's gonna, be, he's gonna be so annoyed. It's gonna be so good. I love how you said the eye roll because he only has one eye, <laughs> so it's just this one little eye. Like, oh, that one. Well, I guess technically he still has two, but I don't know. I don't. Does the other one roll? Is I don't it know. like good question? Is it an active eye? I, I don't know. <laughs> I, I don't want to get too into it because I also have something on that too later. Ooh, yeah, okay. it's gonna get okay. it's gonna get crazy, but so I guess that brings us to the obvious thing is the villain. Saw we Ooh, Ashton yes. playing Darbin, which has been confirmed Ooh. by Marvel Studios. Do you want to tell us, give us a little breakdown of Darbin for those who don't know? Um, so Darbin is an accuser similar to Ronan the Accuser that we have seen in the Guardians of the Galaxy films, also in Captain Marvel. So they're kind of picking up on those threads that they've left behind. Um, the accusers are a Kree military force that served the Kree Empire. Darben was originally a male character in the comics, but she is a Kree general. In the comics, he led a rebel group of Kree to overthrow their ruler, planning for the scrolls to be blamed for the former ruler's death, kind of like a scapegoat situation. She holds a Cosme Rod. Ronan the Accuser holds a similar one in Guardians of the Galaxy. So the Cosme Rod is basically that hammer thing yeah. that Ronan has in the movies. So I'm really interested to see, like, where she came from. Why isn't she blue? How did she get this position? Like, what is she going to be up to? How does she fit into this whole mystery of why everyone's powers are switching? I'm really interested to see. I am too. And I know, like, there's a lot of animosity that they gender swap. But let's be fully honest. If it doesn't affect the story or the character's origin, who cares? Absolutely. Like, you can... Yep. And I'd feel the same way if they made a female character into a male. If it works better for the story and it gives us better everything out of it, we're good here. We're fine. If it there's some that that should not be switched, like the Punisher, he shouldn't be mm -hmm. gender swapped. You know, I can yes. I can admit those things. But if it doesn't hurt the story, it works better. It flows better. That's great. And we get Loki's baby mama in a movie oh my god that, that, yes. come on that, that's amazing and she's so cute and pretty and she's a good actress give her a chance guys she's she's gonna be great marvel does not miss i'm so excited for this and yeah to those who don't know zawi ashton the actress who's playing darben is tom hiddleston the actor who plays loki's real life wife right they're fiance. married yeah oh fiance yeah I'm i don't sorry. think so they're married real life fiance yeah, they just had a baby, mm -hmm. so it's coming. They're getting married soon. But yeah, so that is his real-life fiancé. Um, they just had a baby together, so I'm very excited to see. And who knows, maybe if she survives this film, if Carol doesn't <laughs> kick the shit out of her, <laughs> we will see them meet up some sometime. Who knows? That would be really cool. I would really like to see a Loki and Darben situation happen. I want to see them meet and hate each other, and that's all I'm asking for out of life. So if it... Oh, yeah. If we get to see that at some time, it's worth it, guys. That would be insane. I mean, definitely, if, if they've got the two of them in there, it would be silly not to find a way to at least have them meet. Exactly. I'm really excited for this movie. I, I think it's going to be great. I think it's going to have a lot of heart. I think Kamala is going to bring a lot of humor. Mm -hmm. I think the chemistry between the three actresses is going to be awesome. I can't wait to see the juicy details come out finally about what happened between Carol and Monica. I will say... My favorite part of the trailer 
and this had me laughing and continues to have me laughing every time I rewatch it. The part where Kamala switches places with Carol and they show where <laughs> Kamala goes after the after Miss Marvel when she's like in that space hallway somewhere <laughs> and like she's next to Goose and Goose's tentacles come out and she's like, ah! like, because that's such a real reaction. That's exactly what I would do in that situation. It was, like, I think that that is one hundred percent what I would do. It honestly felt like that goose really did that and no one told kamala that it wasn't a cat because i lost i watched it last night again and just died because that that was it's my favorite it's such a real real response like it wasn't like an acting thing that she went real there and (laughs) 100 percent paid off (laughs) it god bless her i'm I'm just so happy she's in the MCU because she's just a gift I know. that keeps on giving. Absolutely. Yeah. I mean, that's my favorite part. Like, I, <laughs> can you just like picture yourself like just like being like transported out of your bedroom, like being in this hallway and then looking like, oh, there's a cat here. And then like the cat's like, <laughs> like, you're just like, oh, never mind. Because, you know, she looked at that cat and was like, OK, a cat. That means I'm on Earth. And then it did that. She's like, nope, nope, yeah. nope, not on Earth. Nope. Oh my god! <laughs> Definitely not. I mean, God, it's like imagine you're like, oh, what a cute little kitty. It's like, Bleh. And you're like, oh no, that's not a kitty. Oh my god, the sound you make is so perfect. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, no, but it's true. One thousand percent, the realest thing. I would have done the exact same. I would have screamed my head Absolutely. off. Absolutely. Like, like, is it gonna eat me too? Like, no, I would have no. I would either scream or be like, all right, that cat's on my side for sure. I'm not going against it. Oh, yeah. But I mean. Oh, no. (laughs) No, no. But like speaking of the trailer, there was some things that we did miss that have not been brought up. And I'm going to take you through the Easter eggs you may have missed. (gasps) So I don't know if anyone else noticed. It was very quick. But in the trailer, there's a variant of the iconic Marvel Studio logo that says Studio Marvel, then switches back to Marvel Studios with a galactic effect on it. Ooh, I didn't notice that. Yeah, really? it's about... Where was this, the beginning? Not the beginning. It was after we see Captain Marvel in Kamala's room, and she says, what the... Right after that scene. Oh. That's so cool. And you know what that could honestly be? Like, it could be hinting at the whole theme of how, like, they're switching. So, like, yeah. Studio Marvel and then, like, the Galactic. Wow. That's really cool. I'm going to have to go back and rewatch mm-hmm. that. That's amazing. What yeah. else? So, when we first see Monica, she's outside the Saber space station, approaching the launch point perimeter. You know, when she's in space, floating. She reaches ahead with her hand towards the cosmic boundary, and it seems to initiate the cosmic switch between her and Kamala. This is important. Because this is parallel to Monica's first contact in Westview in WandaVision as she approached a semi-cosmic boundary. The boundary in WandaVision was revealed to be a cosmic microwave background radiation, which was left over from the Big Bang. This is assumed the reason Monica got her powers in WandaVision. It's almost like a call out to when she first got her powers and she does the exact same mm-hmm. thing and it reacts to her powers and switches. So... I didn't piece that together. That's really cool. I know. I was like, I really like, I like this already. I, I'm just so giddy. I mean, when, with this, with this particular thing you're mentioning, when I saw it in the trailer, I thought that was so interesting because it makes me think like, what really is Nick Fury doing in space? Is he studying these jump points? I mean, exactly. is this like some kind of a, like a multiversal barrier? I mean, when we we think about like the Sabre station, even though on 616 it was established to have been called, like, you know, the organization is S.W.O.R.D., yeah. could this be just a special name for the space station? Could this be a variant name? Are they switching multiverses? Is something like is something like that happening? I mean, could this be, like, leading into that? Is this the new S.H.I.E.L.D.? Because S.H.I.E.L.D. was taken over by HYDRA. Exactly, that too. That's true. Does, a lot of different questions are being raised with us. Does Nick's fairy's wife run Saber? And sort, oh my god. So many questions. So many. So getting back to your point about Nick Fury's eye. Mm. When we first see the scene that he, we see his office in space, you know, after Monica does her little touchy thing with the Saber Space Station. Oh god. (laughs) (laughs) So in his office, we can see the pager 
he uses in the post-credit scene of Infinity War to contact Captain Marvel and the one that Captain Marvel gave him and that later she used the same pager to find the Avengers in Endgame when she brought Tony Stark. That's how she found them. Wow. Yeah, isn't that weird? We can also see a human eye in a glass case. Why does Nick Fury have a human eye? Does his eye not work? Is it a glass eye? Oh my God. That's so many questions. I mean, I don't know. That's a really great question. That's a really, that, that's a, that's a big one because I didn't even notice this. And why would he have a human? Is he growing himself into a human? I eye? know. Like, I know. What is he doing? Why is it there? Is it like memento? Why would you keep that? <laughs> so many questions. Like if you have a glass eye already, why would you still wear an eye patch? Hmm. I know. I know. And I always thought his eye was blind because in the promos for Secret Invasion, it's off-colored. Mm-hmm. So I thought it didn't work. Why would you have a glass eye if it doesn't work? Such a good question. Nick Fury, man. Nick Fury is full of secrets, and <laughs> obviously, and I mean, I think, well, first thing I want to kind of touch on, it, I'm, you know, Secret Invasion is happening before um, the Marvels. Yeah. So I think that there's going to be a lot of character development with Nick Fury, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, a lot of people thought that he was going to be in space dealing with the Skrull invasion. But if this takes place after Secret Invasion and he's going, he's gone back to space after being on Earth, we've seen that in the Secret Invasion trailer. Why is he back in space? What are, what are they actually studying? Are these, these jump points seem to be the big clue. They're studying these jump points to see how, I guess, they can react in the universe. Um, I mean, I know there's a lot of different pulls like in, with Guardians of the Galaxy at this point. I mean, maybe they're trying to explore how humans can start exploring space deeper. I mean, maybe that's what they're after. I mean, I don't know. Maybe Monica has something to do with the Saber space station. She could have been out there because she's the only one powerful enough to fix something, touch something, go in it. Mm. But I mean, we'll never know because it, clearly she's not powerful enough because it messes with powers. No shade thrown. Just yeah. what I'm saying. It, it there's definitely a lot of stuff that we don't understand yet about this trailer. And I think that, you know, Mar- uh, Monica, obviously, after her old tricks, never listening to authority, Nick Fury's like, what are you doing out there? She's like, oh, getting you some readings. Uh-huh. And he's like, didn't ask you to do that, but okay. And then she gets, <laughs> you know, switched up with Kamala Khan. So uh, once again, Mon- Monica causing trouble, but we, we love it. We're here for we it. We are here to support you and your troublemaking ways. So when you go, when we said earlier, it was Nick Fury watching her. I think I found proof. So Mm. Nick Fury and Monica visit Kamala's house. You know, the big moment. And you can see Kamala in the trailer holding a shield-type tablet with her superhero file on it. So he was clearly watching her. He knew about her. I feel like that's all the proof you need. Because you could see it's her face and an entire file folder in a tablet wow mm-hmm. but the funny thing about this picture in it kamala is a brand new actress this is her first gig right she only had mm. one headshot made ever in her life and they used that headshot in her picture there <laughs> that's the one. Oh my god <laughs> that's hilarious yeah. i hope Amon likes it otherwise she's kind of screwed yeah i mean i'd be mad but I thought that was really cool. They used the only headshot they have ever. They didn't take new ones. They used an old one to show. I feel like it kind of shows like this is how she looked. And this was the age she got her powers. We've been watching her for that long. Yeah. Wow. I mean, it's, it's insane. I mean, I'm sure that that picture like in the universe is probably supposed to be like her school picture or something that they grabbed. Like who knows? um... (laughs) It was the same picture that, (sighs) that, um, Media outlets used to say, this is who Ms. Marvel is. Everyone used the same picture. This one headshot. Oh my God, that's hilarious. <laughs> so I think that was funny. That is pretty funny. Yeah. I, love, I love when they do stuff like that. I, I think it's so cool. I think it just like goes the extra mile. I appreciate it so much. So we see a scene with Dar Ben, who is the villain, wearing one of Kamala's bangles. The bangle was hinted to be the reason Ooh. of her and Carol's body switch in the post-credit scene of Miss Marvel. The bangle is what unlocked Kamala's mutant ability. So, is it that Darben has been screwing with them this whole time, and she can control? If she can use them to control Kamala's mutant ability, 
what if she's doing what if she's the reason they're switching they're they're doing all this so she must be really the real villain wow i mean there's so much to unpack with this i mean the mystery of the bangles has been you know has been a hot topic on a lot of people's minds since miss marvel came out um it leads it gives you a lot of um it makes it gives us a lot of questions because Number one, I mean, we always assume that the bangle had Cree origins because of the fact that it was found on a blue arm in yeah. that one Ten Rings temple that, you know, clandestines were fighting in way back during, like, you know, the partition in India. Yeah. Um, all those struggles. So, you know, obviously the blue arm let, led us to believe it was Cree. Um, and then now we have these Cree accusers coming through. She's wearing a very similar bangle. I mean, is it the same one? Is it related? Is it like another piece of like weaponry that's similar? I mean, I, I really want to know. And I'm, I'm really interested to see because back on Earth, back in the day when the bangle was first discovered, they had already said, oh, there's another one out there. So they knew there was one out there and they thought it was on Earth. Um, there's so much going on here. I mean, could it be that that jump point that monica was investigating had something to do with the nor dimension i mean maybe do you think that like ties in i mean the bangles are directly linked to that so who knows i also think it's kind of interesting that when we see carol which places with kamala carol is also wearing a different form of bangle so mm. something's going on and i am so interested to see it I know. It's like they gave us so much with this trailer, but then they've given us like nothing because we really don't even know what the heck is going on. Yes, exactly. We're all just in the dark and just happy for just enjoying the ride. Yes, as we should be. Exactly. So a scene in the teaser shows Captain Marvel. It, it seemed, looks like a big climactic fight towards the end of the trailer. Hold, she's, Captain mm -hmm. Marvel's holding a Kree hammer, a Cosme rod, that was previously held by Darben. To me, it seems that that hints Carol's powers have been so affected by whatever is happening Mon with her, Monica, and Kamala that she's relying on her own strength instead of her cosmic energy. Mm. So in other words, that fight's going to be good. Yes, I, I am excited for that. That sounds really good. I mean, when you think about like if your powers are causing you to switch pl like places with other people like, across the galaxy, I mean, it, it would make sense that they're going to start re relying on like physical strength and physical combat skills to like supplement the fact that they can't use their abilities. I mean, obviously, that was a big theme in Captain Marvel was, you know, the Kree were always trying to get Carol like to use her physical abilities and not rely so much on her powers. So maybe this is like kind of continuing that sort of thread that they left in that movie. I mean, that's really cool. Yes. And my final one, which kind of like, I don't know how I feel about it because I'm just so confused. In a scene, in a scene where the Marvels Ooh. are traveling to space, we see all three. Monica mm -hmm. is seen wearing a nine inch nail shirt. The same one that Carol wears in Captain Marvel. Really? I didn't even notice that. Wow, you really picked some good ones. Yeah, the, it was under her leather jacket. So. Oh my God, I'm going to have to go back and yeah. rewatch this, like <laughs> frame by frame, because Megan is blowing my mind with these Easter eggs. I'm, I'm, I'm shook, and I, I can't yeah. wait to see this because, and, but that would be really cool. I mean, it shows that Monica still holds Carol, like in a special place in her heart, like as part of her history, but she's just really pissed about something. I feel like she's mad, but she does want it to be resolved. She hasn't written it off. And if I have written yeah. someone off, I am not wearing their clothes. That is getting thrown away. Yes. Straight to Goodwill. Exactly. I feel like that kind of tease, like, so there is still a connection. There is something there. And I am excited. So that is my Easter egg that you may or may not have missed. I hope you guys enjoyed them. Yes, Megan, you did a fantastic job Thank on that. You. Honestly, you blew my mind in a lot of different ways. And I, I'm so excited for this. I can't wait to see the freaking movie. I'm so mad that it got pushed from, you know, it would be coming out like in two months. And now it's coming out like the end of the year. So I'm. I'm going to. <sighs> I, I'm going to trust the process on this. There's a reason they did it. And just I'm just done being mad because I, I, I've been mad about so much. So I'm just going to be happy. Give us what you can. <laughs> I can't, I can't change it. Whatever. Exactly. That's true. And 
you know what? I kind of have a theory about why it was moved. I have a feeling that there's going to be some stuff that happens in Secret Invasion that's going to influence Nick Fury's character journey in the Marvels. I mean, obviously, these are two projects coming up almost back to back that are going to be very heavily relying on Nick Fury to to be a you know a, a cornerstone of them. Um, and I'm really I'm ready. And I, I think that there's going to be a lot that in this trailer that's going to end up like we're going to be analyzing it when the movie comes out and see that they hid a lot of stuff or that they CGI'd out a lot of stuff because of Secret Invasion. I think there's going to be a lot of different things that we're going to notice that they're kind of misleading us on. That's my personal prediction. But just some things that some questions that I have, like some final thoughts on this trailer thing. I mean, Megan, why don't you start us off? What are your final thoughts on what you want to see, where you think this is going and all that? I feel like this entire phase has already it's been very, very confusing because didn't Ant-Man switch with, an, with was it the Marvels that was supposed to come out first, then they switched with Ant-Man? Because originally... There's been a ton of swaps. Yeah, and then there's delays. And, I, you know, I can't say why it's been happening, but if they think it's better for the story, I'm all for it. I think the trailer looks incredible. It was just a teaser, too. That's how, like, hooked I am. It was just a teaser, and they got me good. Yeah, I mean, it's just so much juicy stuff. I know, and it's... I'm excited for Kamala, Monica, uh, Carol, Darben, freaking Nick Fury. Like, I also am curious, like, why we didn't see Maria Hill in the... Ooh. In the trailer, but... We also don't wow. know, yeah, but we don't know what happens in Secret Invasion. Also, there's always a chance Nick Fury could have died in Secret Invasion, but now there's not. <laughs> like, I felt that was kind of weird. You're right. I feel like they definitely just confirmed that Nick Fury is not going to die. However, you know, let's be real here. What if Nick Fury is a scroll, or what if he was a scroll? What if the scroll dies? I mean, there, there are so many things that we still don't know. And like, you know, especially when you've got a, it's such an interesting position for this trailer to be in. And I feel, I really give the people who had to make this trailer a lot of props. Mm. They had to really uh, navigate a really tough minefield because on one hand, they don't want to give uh, Secret Invasion spoilers. Yeah. On the other hand, they need to give us something because it's coming out in November and, you know, people are foaming at the mouth for anything right now, especially since they've, you know, kind of raked their schedule and spread it out and, you know, taken a lot of stuff off the board. So I don't know. It's a tough one, but you know, I think there's going to be a lot of, like I said, I think they're going to be doing a lot of like um, sneaky stuff with this trailer. I mean, I know for a fact there, like for example, in Secret Invasion, they they had certain things that they that they omitted from like the D twenty three trailer version that they had, and now that they added it back in, so I think there's going to be a lot of that type of stuff happening here, especially when they're trying to protect the secrets of Secret Invasion. So I'm excited to see and dissect those when we yeah. get to them. Yeah. And plus, I feel like they're going to do what they did with the Secret Invasion trailers and use most of the teaser trailer in the trailers themselves. Because Secret Invasion, the full trailer we got, that was a lot of footage from the from the teaser trailer that was released mm. in September. So, That's true. But I think they did that because they're hiding something. I think they're hiding some people in that, and it's going to be a surprise. I think so, too. But I feel like Miss Marvel... Miss Marvel, the Marvels. Kamala's always on my mind. Uh, I feel like the Marvels <laughs> is such a unique kind of movie because so much happens that you can't really show too much in a trailer because it. This I feel like really big things are going to happen in this movie that you can't really misguide us on through a trailer. Some final thoughts that I have on this. I mean, definitely, if you haven't seen miss marvel or you skipped it for whatever reason it is going to be integral to things moving forward i say give it a chance it's going to be it's going to blow your mind i think it, it was very um underrated when it came out i think now is the time for it to have a resurgence and people for people to really appreciate it and mambalani is fantastic miss marvel is such a cool unique character to the mcu i'm really excited to see where her story goes but one thing i'll note is that I mean, even though, we, you know, Carol had her own movie and she's had her appearances since, and even though Monica had her role in WandaVision, the Marvel that we actually know the most about is Kamala because she's the one that they gave an entire series directly to. We saw her from her origin to her end. Mm -hmm. Like, we, we got to see her story, how she came about, where her powers come from. Like, we got so much from her. And I feel like we didn't get as much from Carol and Monica because they're going to be bringing a lot of that stuff back into this film. So they wanted to keep it balanced. Well, so that's why it's so important for Miss Marvel to be watched beforehand, I think. Well, I feel like 
Monica, yeah, she's new. Where she's new to the group, so we'll figure it out. Carol, she she had her own movie, and she was in mm-hmm. Endgame, and in slightly mm-hmm. in Miss Marvel, and we still don't know much about her. And I think that's really because yeah. they spaced out her so much in her cameos and appearances. Like we had Captain Marvel movie, awesome movie. Then we wait, and we get the Endgame. This woman shows up snatched with a new haircut. Snatched. Yeah. A yes. new haircut. And then she leaves. And then she comes back at the end. And then she leaves again. And then we see her again, even more snatched with a new hair. New hair. And we're like, what have you been up to? <laughs> that, I think that's the biggest mystery. It is because, I mean, it's like we got so much in Captain Marvel, but then remember Captain Marvel takes place in the 90s. So it's mm-hmm. like, you know, now that MCU is in year what, like 2020, are we in 2023 in the MCU now or is it 2025? I can't remember. But anyway, yeah. it's definitely been like almost 30 years since she, we've seen her like in current times and actually are getting storyline from her. I mean, we saw her in Shang-Chi post credit scene. We saw her in Miss Marvel, but we don't actually get anything from her. We don't know anything about what she's up to. I'm... So I don't know. Exactly. So we asked the group who would win in a fight between Captain Marvel, Miss Marvel, and Photon, which is Monica. Ooh. So <laughs> it, it kind of made me laugh because it, it was just so, the answers are so adamant. Captain Marvel won with a whopping 84%. Photon, which is Monica, wow. yeah, was 12%. <laughs> and that leaves Miss Marvel. Sweet Miss Marvel with four <laughs> percent. <laughs> wow, that's nuts. I mean, uh, people are really underestimating Miss Marvel. I mean, I know she's like a kid, and you know, whatever. She her powers are pretty powerful. Like they are. I don't know. I mean, Photon. We haven't even really seen what she's capable of fully yet. So it's like, why would people say twelve percent? Why would twelve percent of the voters say that she would win? I mean, I guess maybe she's older. She, Monica's a kind of a sword agent. She knows how to fight. Maybe that's why. I don't know. I feel like it's because. If you're a major, just a MCU watcher, you know Captain Marvel. You know she's the one that was integral to the the defeating Thanos. She has, you know, she's True. the one. And then you have Photon, who is again is Monica. For those who don't know, you don't know anything about her. You just saw her at the end of WandaVision. You know nothing. So if you don't read the comics, you don't know she's wildly powered. It's amazing. And Miss Marvel, you guys are sleeping on Miss Marvel. And it's because she's a child, and I know it. But she could kick any of our asses. So I got to stick up for my girl, Kamala. Yeah, I think Kamala is going to surprise a lot of people. Absolutely. Um, and that's why I'm saying, like, I want people to give Miss Marvel a chance because I know a lot of people when it was coming out were so against it. Um, for whatever reason, you know, the, the toxicity, the negativity, blah, 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 blah. I think that it... It was such a great show. I really looked forward to it every week. Mm-hmm. And I think that it's it's something that people need to revisit and reassess. I think it's one of those things that, you know, has given been given some space to breathe. Now it's time to like reassess it. I, I definitely want to do a rewatch before Absolutely. Um, the movie comes out. I genuinely went into it thinking I wouldn't like it just because it's a younger but mm-hmm. God, mm. she she got good. I was thrown through in a loop, but too. it was it was so good. <laughs> like I'm just so happy for her. I loved it. So we have some comments from our beautiful members of Mediaverse oh, Comics Unwrapped hey. that are about the tra- the teaser trailer of the Marvels. So Ooh. starting off with one of our greatest members, Tanner S. Hi, Tanner. Hi, Tanner. So does this mean for some period of the movie, they will be unable to use their powers or they will switch places Actually, that sounds like it could be a very well done fight scene of switching places and kicking butt. Oh, Tanner, you just brought, reminded me of something <laughs> that I saw in the trailer. So I, th- that is so awesome that he he brought this up because we didn't talk about it yet. There is a scene in the trailer where it's like a very split, like it's a couple seconds, but I watched someone online slow it down, and you actually see Captain Marvel. And Miss Marvel fighting, and then you see Miss Marvel using her powers, switching out to be Monica, and then continuing to fight. Like I think that they're they're train they're gonna train to how they can best utilize that switching, like thing they're going through, 
in order to like fight the villains they're gonna be utilizing that on purpose and i think that's gonna be so amazing it looks so cool in the trailer watching them switch and transform into each other that i can't wait shut the front door you didn't see oh, that no oh my god i just oh my gosh oh my gosh i'm so excited that's what i wanted as soon as he said it i was like tanner you read my mind, my friend. That is exactly what I want. And now it's going to happen. Yes. Oh, my God. I got to fan myself off a little bit. And it's getting hot in here, Megan. <laughs> we're not okay. We're, we're not okay. We're not okay. So <laughs> our lovely member, Alex C. I'm going to give it a chance. I didn't think I was going to love Captain Marvel, but it was better than I had expected. So I'm hoping this one will be the same way. Respectable respectable and i think a lot of people are gonna feel that way especially after writing off miss marvel and seeing how funny aman Vellani is in the trailer it's gonna be epic i can't wait yes and you know if you're giving it a chance i respect that if you end up not liking it i respect that if you write it off and says say it's trash and you didn't even watch it we do not respect that we do not respect that mm -mm. so our last one comes from v phil Z. Hi, Phil. Hi, Phil. Says they definitely cast the right girl for Kamala Khan. I have a feeling she's going to steal the show in this one. Hell yes. <laughs> I mean, she already stole the show in the damn trailer. So I, I can definitely <laughs> see the movie. She's going to be like our little ray of sunshine. I think there's going to be a lot of heaviness between Carol and Monica. I am predicting we're going to see a lot of flashbacks between the two of them. Like, I think we might even get the young version of uh, Monica Rambo back from Miss Marvel, the, one, the actress. She's now on The Fresh Prince. I mm -hmm. think we're going to see her again. I think we're going to see now that she's grown, she's more of a teenager. We're going to see her back, seeing Carol visiting her. And, you know, maybe that's where all this like tension comes from. I, I definitely think we're going to get some uh, awesome flashbacks. We're going to need them because, like I said before, Miss Marvel had her own show. We didn't get a lot from Monica, you know, as an adult. And we also have not seen a lot of Carol since Captain Marvel took place in the 90s. So I think that we're going to need, I think that maybe that's why they decided to do a Miss Marvel series mm -hmm. in order to balance. Like she gets her own series of backstories to explain where she comes from. And now we're going to get like, you know, the unfolding of Carol and Monica's story more prominently in these movies. And I can't, or in this film, the Marvel. So I can't wait. I, I do really like that they're going the extra mile to just to give us all the information they can, because that makes me think that these, players are going to stay around for a long time which i really hope because i really do like them and i think they're going to i think they're Me going to mesh really well together i have to agree and you know now that i think about it i honestly think that we are going to get more of monica rambo in secret invasion i mm. think that when you think about her story i mean she's very intertwined with the scrolls that's number 1 i mean she you know, had the scrolls staying at her house. She's friendly with the scrolls. She was involved in that whole thing, you know, in Captain Marvel, number one. Number two, we see her getting recruited by a scroll at the end of WandaVision and taken to space. So we know that currently, as far as we know, she's working with Nick Fury now. Yeah. It would be kind of stupid if they didn't have Monica there in some capacity. I definitely 100% think she's going to be in Secret Invasion. Maybe that's where we're going to get more of her character fleshed out. This is one of your classic brain blasts. And I'm never prepared. Yeah. So if they have Monica. Okay. Okay. I have half an idea right now. I'm almost to a full idea. Mm. Uh, so if they have Monica <laughs> in Secret Invasion. That means that her and Amelia Clark's character. Talos' daughter. Will reconnect again. Like they did. In Captain Ooh. Marvel. Oh my god. Oh my god. You know what? That's true. Mm -hmm. I need it. Now I need, I need it. If it doesn't Marvel, you need to make this happen. It, Go do reshoots now. If it doesn't happen, <laughs> I will be so disappointed because you can't just like cut to the Marvels and have Nick Fury and Monica just working together. There has to be some build up there. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So Absolutely. Yes. We're let's let's just I it's safe to say that's probably gonna happen. But if it doesn't happen, oh my god. So I'm not gonna be okay. Uh, yeah, no, that, and not in a good way, not okay. <laughs> in the bad way, not okay. 100%. <laughs> well, moving on from the Marvels, we could literally talk about all day long, but we'll, we'll spare yes. you guys. So you <laughs> saw Renovations on Disney Plus. Yes, Renovations. Um, <sighs> Renovations. So I, I did start it. I have not finished. And I will say, 
First of all, I think Jeremy Renner is going to be getting his own movie soon in Marvel. <laughs> I think that after, <laughs> I'll be honest, I, I, that's my thought. I think after, you know, his accident, you know, his heroic comeback in the circumstances around his accident, how he's been doing so well and working so hard to get back to himself. I mean, that number one is just heroic and sits so well with the fans. But number two, this entire show, this reality series is just, it's incredible. It just truly shows how, you know, altruistic he is and how he cares about, you know, his communities and communities of people he's not even involved with. I mean, the whole show, for those who haven't checked it out yet, is all about how he takes these, um, like, discarded vehicles, like buses and old ambulances and old um, fire trucks and things like that. He strips them down, renovates them, and makes them into something that can help a specific community of people. Um, and, I, and, you know, helping kids or helping whatever, I think it's beautiful. And I think that it's wonderful that he has been doing this. And I think it's a great topic of a reality show. However, I personally found it a little boring, <laughs> to be honest with you. As much as I love the concept, it just, it's not my cup of tea. Listen, I, <laughs> I think it was, it was a very wholesome show. But yes. the shows I watch are not like this. It's it's a great show. It's a I, I love seeing it. I like seeing the guest stars. I liked it all. But I'm coming from watching the Kardashians and Moon Knight and all these drama filled shows to this nice wholesome Jeremy Renner pimping out these decommissioned public buses and trucks to serve children's charities. I need something. <laughs> I need some drama. <laughs> but it was it was a very sweet show. It was very nice. I love that he's just so passionate about helping. I like how handy he is. I didn't know he could I didn't know he could do this. I didn't know any of it. So I also didn't know he could play piano, but maybe that's my fault. But I thought it was really nice. I thought it was a good show. I thought I think it was really he really went the extra mile. Show them what he's done and why he did it and he doesn't even do it for attention or money or anything because he has attention he has money he has everything he just does it out of the goodness of his heart and it was a very very creative way to do it and i i think it was really so what i saw one person comment about renovation renovation and like it renner renner what did i say Oh, renovations. Renovations. <laughs> I'm so tired. <laughs> so renovations. Someone said, "What if his snowplow accident was a publicity stunt?" Oh my god! <laughs> and like, I laughed because it was like the timing is like is wild, but it's like he clearly it's not. That's not the situation. Why? Why would you say that intrusive thought out loud? Yeah. Oh, that's a and great I, way to say it. Yes. Why? That's crazy. Like that's I've never I've not seen one other person say it, but this person they have the balls, and I was like, you, bless you, I, you you're not afraid of anything. I mean, God, oh like God. how insensitive. But I mean, like, could you imagine how like crazy it would be if like just in a few months from now it was like <laughs> Jeremy Renner found to have been faking accident? No, I don't think so. Um, no, absolutely not. But like absolutely the, the not. plot he, twist, he not the it. plot twist of a lifetime. I think that would get him canceled at AF. Oh my god! Like, and it's it's like if this was any other person and it was ever any other situation, I'd be like, mm, "That's us." But like, say, <laughs> say it was a Kardashian. Oh god, that I would be like, hmm. And there. Their show came if their show came out right after that, you'd be like, okay, all right, I want to see the leg. <laughs> but it's Jeremy Renner. No, he didn't fake it. He's got. He, he's a freaking miracle. That's insane. He he is moving around. He's doing his thing, and we couldn't be more happy. Yeah, no, I'm so happy he's recovering and and doing so well. And yeah, like I said, I think he's definitely going to be getting. He's gotten so much positive buzz lately. It would be so stupid of them not to capitalize on it and not at least either give him another season of Hawkeye or give him a movie or something. Like he's got offers coming to him once he's fully fully back on his feet. I think he will. He will be. He will not be uh, struggling to get a role anytime soon. I think he's going to be in high demand. Yeah.
So I guess that takes us to our news roundup. News roundup. Yes. Okay. So starting with the new teaser that has dropped for the upcoming third installment of the Guardians of the Galaxy film series, which is looking to be like it's going to be the final one. Um, a new yeah. look at Sylvester Stallone's returning character. Stallone played Stakar Ogord in Volume 2 as one of Yondu's original teammates, which was also kind of a nod to the original group of Guardians of the Galaxy, I guess, and also um, was mm-hmm. featured in a post... It was a post credit scene that he was in. He was he was in a post credit scene and in the uh, in the actual movie with the Ravagers when Yondu gets told you're not allowed here anymore. We don't. Oh yes, at the space brothel, at <laughs> the space brothel yeah, when they run into yeah, each yeah, other. Yeah. <laughs> I remember now. Yes, so I really need them to make like a series about the Ravagers because I feel like there's a lot there that I want to know. It looks interesting. Oh, totally. I would love that. So I'm I'm really happy. Sylvester Stallone is back. I, I really like the character with what little we saw. I am too. And I'm interested to see if they decide to include the rest of his team. I mean, we when we got that little snippet in the post credit scene, we got quite a few different characters. One of them was voiced by Miley Cyrus. One of them was Michelle Yeoh, who went on to have her own like major role in Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings and is still in play. So, I mean, like, where are we going with this? I'm excited to see. I am too. It, it just, it's, it's all getting crazy, and I'm I'm just here for it. Yes, I'm here for it too. Um, Guardians of the Galaxy Volume Three is tracking to make 130 million dollars in the U.S. opening. Um, Guardians Two was opening at 146.5 million, which is an interesting figure. Mm-hmm. I, I definitely think it'll make a lot of money, and I think it'll do very well, uh, especially given all the, the stuff going on with James Gunn going to DC, and you know the news is the last film. Um, with these characters yes. and I, everyone's going to be interested to see who continues on and who doesn't. So I'm, I'm really excited and I can't wait to see how this goes. And just to reiterate for everyone, that's just in the United States. So that's just stateside. Mm-hmm. That's not worldwide opening. So take that how you want. But I think it's going to do great too. It, it, it already looks good. Yeah, no, I'm excited. I, I've always loved Guardians. I was always pleasantly surprised by Guardians because I remember seeing the trailer for the first one mm-hmm. and being like, oh, I'm going to watch it because it's Marvel, but I'm not sure if this is going to be my you know, exact thing. And I just, I ended up loving it. I think I saw the first one in theaters twice. Like, I, that's how much I enjoyed it. <laughs> and I, I, I'm yeah. ready for it. I already got my tickets. I am set to go. I can't wait. I want to get some merch to wear to the opening night. And I'm really yes, excited for that. I need merch. Oh, yes. I want to get I want to get Star-Lord's jacket really bad. So that might be another <gasps> brain blast. I might do that. God. I might do that. You look you look so good in that. Mm, you have to do that. Thank you. Thank you. You're welcome. So I guess the next thing, which just was, uh, it just made my day. Disney Plus releases Ant-Man, the first one. As its first ever ASL version. I that love that. is amazing. Oh, I love that. Amazing. It should be with all, but, you know, that's still, like, that we're on the right track. We, we are. Know? I think that if this is a move they're going to be making consistently, I think they're going to have to go back and, like, because the way I understand it, I mean, I haven't watched it yet, like, to see how it looks. But from what I'm understanding, it's, like, a little person in the corner that's doing sign language, correct? Like, during the movie instead of subtitles? Mm-hmm. So I yeah. think that's going to be really yeah. cool. I think that if this one goes over well and is is is, is, is received positively by the deaf community, um, I think that we could easily see them going back and like having a little recording of the person like in the corner doing sign language, like to you know to narrate these films. They should for, like almost all their yeah. projects, and especially the, if it does well with Ant Man, it'll be with the rest of the MCU as well. And I think that's super cool. It really you know lends itself well to Marvel pledge to incorporate a lot of diversity make sure everybody can watch these films find themselves in these films enjoy these films and you know no matter what community you belong to or your what community you represents you you can find something to identify with and i think that's incredible i i I was so happy to hear this and i know a lot of people are gonna say why not just stick to subtitles from what i'm seeing from some of our members who this really does benefit it is easier for them to understand tone when Mm. it's asl versus the subtitles you know that's very so, true it's a good thing it is a good thing and a fun fact about me when i was in high school for my language i took uh, asl for two years and even though i did not keep it up like i was not i was not i have not practiced in a long time i still know how to fingerspell but not much else um it, a lot of 
what sign language is like as a language is it's not only just, you know, the gestures you make with your hands, a lot of it is your facial expression. That's a completely integral part of the communication process when deaf people are, you know, having conversations, Mm -hmm. that facial expression, it gives the whole tone. It's so integral to what you know, is being said. So I think that's awesome. And I think that's so true. Because even as me, a person who I sometimes like to watch TV with subtitles on, um, just because sometimes I feel like I'm, you know, I miss something, and I just want to read really quick what they said, or, or, you know, for whatever reason, sometimes they have background characters that are speaking, and they show them up, you know, more clearly in the subtitles. Sometimes subtitles are not even accurate. Like you'll, you'll read something, and you're like, that's not even what they I said. Know. <laughs> so I mean, this is really cool. I'm excited. I <laughs> so I the next one we have is Blade Reboot movie. It added Pearl star Mia Goth, which is, I didn't see coming. I didn't either, but I'm excited. I mean, I know there was a lot of buzz around her character in Pearl. I mean, uh, there was a lot of conversations around that time where people were saying that horror movies are neglected from the Oscars and that she deserved one because she was so fantastic. Um, so, you know, I haven't mm-hmm. seen Pearl personally, but given just like the word of mouth, I would have never heard of this movie if it wasn't for her amazing performance and people talking about it. I'm excited to see her join. I mean, I think why not, especially in a movie like Blade where, you know, you're going to see a lot of scarier, more intense elements. Like, you know, the Blade movies were always kind of like yeah. leaning very heavily into that horror vibe with all the vampires and stuff. So I think this is going to be really cool. I think it'll be a great fit for her. I do too. I, I'm, I'm interested to see how she does. And I'm, I'm just interested in the whole movie because there's so much we don't know and so many things have been changed. I, I think it's going to be great. I, I like that they're, going out of their comfort zone and adding more underrated actresses so that i'm really interested in that i am too i think it's going to be really cool i love that um that they don't they're not afraid to hire actors who come from these different you know movie backgrounds and really let them shine in those ways and bring those experiences and that tone to these movies i think it's great i love that marvel's doing that i just it's it's good it's all good oh good so Ben Kingsley, who plays Trevor Slatery, was photographed on set for Wonder Man. And I thought I was the only one that didn't know he was in the mood. It was going to be in it. So that was validating for me. It felt like it came out of nowhere. (laughs) And I love his character. So I'm really interested. I mean, I'm I'm really excited. I think it's going to be really cool. I've always loved him. And, you know, I, I think this is really a testament to how Marvel doesn't forget the little characters they keep bringing them back and i mean absolutely kind of circling back to what we talked about last week with you know frank grillo and how he was so disappointed and how these comments to make about how his you know his character was underutilized and this and that i mean look how many times we've seen these little characters from like way back that we never thought we'd see again now being reincorporated into things this is amazing and it's, it's a great fit for trevor slattery when you think about what his character is and you know how he's an actor and this and that going you know wonder man has so much to do with hollywood and the industry and Wonder Man himself yeah. is a failed actor, kind of similar to Trevor Slattery. So, I mean, yeah, I think yeah. it's cool. I think that's what it is. I think it's going to play off that that uh, weird thing they have in common. I love it. I'm excited. It is, yeah. So our last one. Oh, these names. <laughs> Marina Bakarin and Stefan Kapikik. Oh, God. Let me try. <laughs> Morena Bacarin and <laughs> Stefan Kapicic. Kapicic. Kap- Sorry if we're butchering you your name. We're trying here. <laughs> we're trying so hard. They're set to reprise their roles. They'll be Vanessa and, Cla- and Colossus in Double Three. There you go. That's who it is. <laughs> so we're trying. We're trying, guys. But anyway, so yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm, I'm really excited for this. I I know a couple like a few weeks ago she was on Michael Rosenbaum's podcast. We addressed this, um, and she was saying how she didn't know if she was going to end up in it, and now she is. And I'm I, I'm so stoked. I think it's so smart for people to be investing in this movie and uh, like you know agreeing to be in it because it's going to be such a big one. I think this is going to be it's going to blow everything out of the water. I think you know. Given the circumstances of, you know, Deadpool coming over from Fox, being played by the same characters, Hugh Jackman. We've talked about it before. So much good stuff going into this film. So many fans are going to be so pleased by a lot of the decisions they're making, especially since now they're incorporating this into the MCU. It would be foolish not to um, want to be in it. And I'm, I'm so ready for it. I'm so excited. I agree. It's, I'm really excited. I, I was thinking on it for a while. I was like, is she going to be in it? And I was like, yeah, that's why she brought it up. Yeah, she's going to be in it. For sure. I never once thought Colossus wouldn't be in it. I just thought he'd just, just be there. So this is nice. This is good yeah. that he's going to be there. They're That's both. True. You, can't ha- you can't have a Deadpool movie without Vanessa. Come on. 
I know, I know. I mean, and it's exciting because Colossus is going to be like only our second actual like X-Men being introduced into the MCU as far as we know. I mean, this is really cool and exciting. Exactly. All right. So that is our news roundup. Very excited. Very good stuff. Very excited. Very good stuff going on. And we we are never okay. We're so ready for all the good stuff coming in the <laughs> MCU. And we can't wait to cover it for you guys. Um, and the most exciting part of today's episode, we are following up on our giveaway announcement from last week. Our winners for our very first giveaway are Edward S. Brown, Charles Allen Schuler, and Stephen Gregory. Congratulations, guys. The Mediaverse team will be in touch shortly to coordinate with you on getting you your prizes. We are so excited. Thank you for everyone who watched, listened, and sent in the keyword. Keep on the lookout. We will be doing more giveaways coming soon. So, as always, make sure you follow and subscribe to all of our social media channels. We have our Facebook our non-toxic Facebook community, Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped on Facebook. We have our Facebook public page, Mediaverse Plus. Follow us on Twitter at MediaverseCU. Follow us on Instagram at Mediaverse Comics Unwrapped. And until next time, bye for now. All right, bye guys. Bye.